This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. If you ever have a question for Craig or Spits and Suds, just feel free. You can direct message me on Twitter or at GJ Spittle, and we'll get to it. Had a great conversation with uh, Kyle White. He's a Spits and Suds listener. Wanted to give him a shout out, but he asked something interesting. I said, I'm going to ask Craig this, and I'll give you my answer. Um, He says, Gavin, if there was one rule you could change, what would it be? Mine would be that offside wouldn't be challengeable. If it wasn't called in real time, then they were onside. And I countered with something that I don't think that will happen. And I said, within the final two minutes, if the team that is leading commits a penalty, the game is extended to complete that two or four minutes. Too many times I see clutching, grabbing, because it's better to take a penalty in the final seconds. You can now ice the puck without penalty, and you potentially saved a goal with that penalty. But if there's 30 seconds left and the team winning commits that penalty, the game is extended an extra 90 seconds. What did you think of Kyle's reviewable offsides? What do you think of my rule change? And is there something in hockey that you would like to see change? Well, the only issue that they'd probably have with the extending the game is, you know, they're trying to cut, get the games yep. under you know two hours and 15 minutes. So th- that's, I can see where there's going to be pushback there. Um, you're going to get, and you have to remember with all the rule changes that, you know, it goes through the, the players, you know, and so the players also have to be able to say, we're cool with it. Um, the offsides thing. I, I mean, again, they're just trying to get it right. And, and there are times when you swear that a play was not offsides or it was offsides. And then <laughs> you find it's offsides. So, um, I, I don't, I'm kind of ruled out. So I don't know if there needs to be any more rules. I, I just don't understand how, the only thing I don't, I don't get is how can, how come they can't get some, some kind of a, a GPS thing in the puck and on the goal line. So all yes. these, you know, the goalies are so big and there's somebody like when it's across the line, it's across the line. They can, you know? Yeah. They can, they don't want to. The NFL can as well. And I'll tell you why, because I am going to bring up tennis. These oh, guys boy. in, no, 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 no. This is a serious thing. These guys in tennis are shooting, uh, serving at 150 miles per hour. And they have a way that if it's challengeable and immediately the computer spits out to the centimeter where that ball landed, if it was in or out, touching the line barely. And I you love get it. so many chances. I, I do too. It's amazing how quick it is too, Craig. Like they said, you know, I want to challenge that. I think that serve was out. And referee then makes the call. And like you can hear people in the crowd say, oh, they actually put it up on the screen. So the players can see and the crowd can see. And then they start cheering or they're like, oh, 
And it, to me, it's like how I mean, Craig, tennis has had this talk technology for like 10 to 15 years yeah. and the fact that they can't put it in a puck or a football it just doesn't make sense that's a great one actually i know you said you well, didn't have one but that's that a great i think one. of is the, the three-on-three i you know i enjoy the three-on-three i know people think yep. it's getting old and stuff like that and i, I can understand their point but you know i think it's exciting because it, it's the top players in the game right the, the fastest one the most skilled that are they're all but i just don't like i, I think I don't even know if you can have a shot clock. I have no idea. But it, but if there was some, whether it's a shot clock or, or or once you're across the blue line, you can't bring the puck out of the zone, you know, because it. I, I don't like that part. It, it takes out of the back and forth. I think I think what people love about the three on three, if they still love it, is the back and forth. You can have a, a chance at one end and somebody misses that, and then there's a race down to the other end. Then it goes back the other way. That's exciting. But when players come in and then they they don't like what they see and they go back out and they you know they 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 cycle and they circle and they come back in and then they do it again and you know and it's an advantage at times because you know you switch, you change ends so a lot of it is to do the wear wear down the the three guys stuck in their D zone because they 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 can't change so but I wish there was some kind of time limit on it when, once you get across the blue line you know you can't come back. Or, or the shot clock that that, hmm. that they could see behind the net or in the corners you have I don't know what it is you yeah know, that's interesting what, and I'm going down the basketball road which I don't know anything about basketball. no but you're right it, it definitely would put an urgency here because you're right they if they don't see what they like they back out they'll make a line change and or they'll reset yeah so it, it does you know slow down three on three uh, well and, they're trying and right they're trying to get they're talking about getting games over with and let's get on you know guys got to get on planes they got to play tomorrow night. You know, by by just slowing it down, you, a lot of times you, you go pretty close to the five minutes. Maybe this would, you know, end it in in, in a minute or two. But but anyway, yeah. Um, otherwise, I'm kind of done with rules for now. And, and there's probably some really really great ideas out there. Um, but I I try to go, man. We got enough rules the way it is, and the game is getting faster. It's more difficult for the four officials on the ice to be able to keep up and see everything because of the speed the size of the players. Um, so it, they, they've got a tough job the way it is. And, uh, you know, the more rules you throw in there, and I think there's times when the players don't even know what the hell's going on. Yeah. So your coach during practice, have you been hit by a puck? Say what? Have I been hit by a puck? Well, what I'm saying is, is like now as a coach, I'm not talking about as a player, but as a coach, you know, you're, oh, yeah. you're on the ice. So you've been... You know, because one one of your former, you know, division rivals slash nemesis, I wanted to play this for you, Rob Ray, um, the other night, uh, who he is an analyst for the Buffalo Sabres, and he's um, in between the benches, and a puck went his way. Under six minutes to go, and Buffalo up four to two. On a Monday night game. Look out, Razor. That was right. Right in the nose. Did I catch you? Yep. That did. Razor's got a towel. Yep. Good to go. Nice. Normal guy would have been carried out of here. <laughs> yeah, there weren't any tears or anything. No. You're good. Bring back some memories, did it? Yeah, it felt good. Actually, it, really, it <laughs> felt really good. <laughs> it it kind of like, give me a stick. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, I just, I mean, you could see, I watched the video and it was a pretty good gash that they had to clean up quick. And uh, he had obviously to get stitches, but that's why I was asking, 
And, uh, I mean, he was, uh, I, I was looking and you guys played in the Adams division at the same time. I was a tough guy. Yeah. He, he, let me tell you, he's accustomed to getting hit in, in the nose. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. maybe not with the puck so much, but you know, in, in that era, uh, Razor was a, you know, he was one of the toughest. And so he knew what his job was. And so, uh, he probably doesn't even have a lot of feeling in that nose anyways. Most of us don't. So yeah, I've, I've been hit. I got drilled the other night in one of our games too. And you know, but, but it, he's right. It feels good. Like it, I, the, the legendary Al Arbor, uh, hall of fame coach for Stanley cups and all that from the New York Islanders, you know, he had a famous line all the time and he'd just say, it only hurts for a little while, you know, and, and it's so true. And, um, but it, you know, it reminds you, it reminds me I'm still alive. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I jump in the drills with our guys here and, um, I don't, you know, we don't have any pads on or nothing like that, but I forget times, you know, I'll go out and I'll kill penalties against our power play. We're working our power play. And so I'll, I'll go out and kill penalties and, and I'll forget, I don't have pads on and I'll jump in and the players, you know, they oh. feel, they feel terrible, but you know, I dude, that's not on you. That's on me. It's old habits. Don't worry about it. Oh, wow. So like naturally right. you'll try to block the shot. Yeah. Yeah. Or pass, you know, and you get in a passing lane when you could probably step out of the lane, but again, <laughs> those are just, you know, habits and tendencies that you've been doing for so long and you're, yeah. And you kind of gotta, you have to show the players. And and I think sometimes they're like, you know, maybe he does know what he's talking about, you know, because I can go out there and I can, I can play a two on one with our guys and they're not getting it across, you know, they're not going to get it across to the, to the other guy. I mean, that that's your job. Your goaltender has to have the confidence in you. And that's why I use so many clips from from not just Dallas Stars games, but other games. And I, I bring them in and I say, this is why you play two-on-ones this way. You see what they did? You see when he left? He had a back checker coming back. He just had to buy another two seconds, and the back checker would have had the offside forward. That pass would have never happened. But he tries to force him above the top of the circle, blah, blah, blah. And, and they're like, oh, now we get it why he's telling us that. And so, but again, But at the end of the day – you will get coaches that from, you know, junior teams that come to scout and things like that. And they're like, Hey, your guys know how to play this. You know, we don't see it. They, they understand that they understand, you know, we're playing this area of the ice and yeah. there's sticks and things like that. So that's why, that's why I do it is so that the right people for these kids recognize it and go, we could use a player like that. So we're just trying to get them to the next level and then they can figure it out from there. It was a tough game on Saturday. So kind of lost in the shuffle was the, um, game afterwards that Craig Ludwig was in and our Spits and Suds listener Rudy stuck around after the game and he watched it and he sent me a tweet and said, Luds actually looks good out there and he's smiling, looks like he's having fun. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, yeah, because I would, well, except we lost, but but that game was rigged. So <laughs> Why was it rigged? Well, these military guys, my God. God bless them and everything that they do, but 
you know, the guy that was putting it together, he had all the best military guys on his team and he just happened to be the goalie for God's sake. So, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. And I was a little disappointed in Joe Newman hall of famer. I gave him three, four passes and he couldn't handle it. I, I don't get it. How a hall of famer can't handle Ludwig's pass. So, <laughs> well, were you, but then New- were you chirping at him in the suite the other night for it? Sweet. No, I was chirping at him during the game. Not in a suite. We didn't play the game yet. No, all uh, right, all right, all right. You no, you said you were with Newendike the other night, so I thought maybe yeah, the chirping I mean, Newey played the game. Newey played and Luke yeah. Witch played and Kirko played. And so, um, yeah, he used to be faster. He, but in Newey's defense, <laughs> he hasn't been out there in a while. Like when he played in the uh, the Hall of Fame game, uh, you know, when they had the NHL uh, inductions and thing like that, they played a game uh, – I think it was, I think it might've been on Monday, Sunday or Monday. And, uh, you know, they had a bunch of legends back and uh, Al Shemsky was there and, you know, Shelly, they, they had a bunch of guys that played in that game. I think Eddie, I don't know if Eddie went this year or not, but anyway, that was Newey's first time, I think in a while. So got to give him a little bit of a pass. Was there anyone but, on the ice that you saw from the alumni that you're like, Hmm, not bad. Our guys. Yeah. No. <laughs> No, we don't, this is that, to be honest with you, this was kind of the last thing that we found out about our true alumni game. Not that this wasn't, it. this was more of a militant. This was Jason Robertson charity, did yeah. a big toy drive and like that. And Robo was all part of that. And so we kind of got a call like a week prior to this thing. And so Bobby Bass and our alumni director had sent out an email of anybody that could play. And so there were four of us that were able to do it, but, but in January, it's either January or February, uh, our, it's not official yet, but I think we're going to be playing the Edmonton Oilers. Same kind of format that we do every oh, year. Nice. So, uh, I think the date is already there, uh, as a matter of fact. But there's a there's another afternoon game um, coming up in I I want to say I, I'm not 100 percent on the date, so I better not give the date out. But there's an afternoon game coming up on a Saturday or Sunday, and we're going to play. Uh, as of now, it sounds like it would be the Edmonton Oilers, and so um, I don't think Gretz will be playing. Uh, I don't think Mess will be playing, but but we really never know who the other opponent's going to play. Last year, I think we played Detroit, as a matter of fact. So anyway, it's a good time, and uh, but that'll be our next one. And that's a different pace, you know, because a lot of these vets that we played against, I mean, you know, they're, they're, there's a couple different military uh, hockey teams, and this is the one where they're trying to get to where there's the Lone Star Warriors and the Warriors and Lone Star team and things like that. Um, that skate with us on Fridays and things. And a couple guys skate on uh, a couple other nights during the week with us. But um, so this was, this pace was not the same pace that <laughs> this was closer to stop than our normal games. Let's put it that way. <laughs> All right. You want one more piece of audio to finish things? Or are you done? Do I want one more piece of audio? <laughs> there, it's going viral right now. A hockey announcer gets a little bit excited and, uh, and uh, listen to this call. I thought, yeah, you know, I said, I said, I, Luds needs to hear this, um, so he can chirp a little bit. Um, this is this is pretty hilarious. Joey Bielikasity turns back. Looks like they're doing a little reverse. You might see in football. And here comes Basin. He's got some speed. He's with the D. Oh, oh, what's he gonna do? He's shooting the roof, Daddy. Oh, look at that. Look at this. Look at that. What do you think? Is that Kevin? it? That was it. That was his call. Was that his seventh grader or what was that? <laughs> I, know, I know it does. It sounds like an Adam Sandler bit is what it does. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I... 
Only I think only you would think that's interesting. <laughs> I think it's funny. I think it's well, funny. See, he's, got, he's got the same kind of whining voice as you do. Oh, I do not have a whiny. Awesome. How do I have a whiny voice? Yeah, dude, whiny. I mean, why people what, have whiny voices? I mean, all the women tell I, me I have. I don't nice even voice. know what sport was that guy calling. I, you know, I know it was on video. You don't know even know what sport he's calling? It's hockey. That was hockey. Yeah, absolutely. It was a forward who split the defenseman and scored. Okay, all the audio can't be great. I'm sorry, Craig. I apologize. Oh. <laughs> Let your fans rate that audio. <laughs> okay. So, yesterday we had Cross Hannis on. On Friday we had former assistant GM Frank Provenzano who told some wonderful stories. So, uh, go back and listen to those Spits and Suds one-timers. Support the cause. And... This has been really good, Craig. I know you might not think so, but I think it's been great. It's all right. It's <laughs> a bar you set. Come on. We're growing this thing together, my friends. <laughs> Let's grow it. <laughs> Let's, Let's grow. grow it. Let's do, something, Let's do something you've never done is grow. Oh, come on, Craig. What do you mean? Uh, by the way, did you get my text that you'd never return that our our auction um, was paid for by Big E? By Big E. I did yeah. see that. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah, so. I'm glad you're excited. So, so the roast is on. Yeah, absolutely. The roast is absolutely on. And uh, I'm looking you, you forward to it. You should read. I don't even know what you call it, but it should be called the Gavin Spittle Roast. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so like, you know, like people literally think. Like, oh, this must be so much fun. I'm telling you, by the time those guys are out by the valet, I'm gone. I can already see the logo for it, too. Like, <laughs> it, it would be a pigeon's body with just your head. <laughs> It'll be the spill roast. <laughs> oh, man, come on. No, not a pigeon. Come on. Uh, you might as well get into it. I, I Take the step. Let's get, let's embrace it. it. Embrace the fact that people make fun of me for three hours. We'll put you on it. We'll put you on. What's the show called? Spits and suds. You're going to be on a spit. You're going to be, and you're going to be turning <laughs> over a small little fire. Yeah. And a by the way, fire. at that event, I cannot tell you the amount of people that came out and said, Hey, is Craig there? Or you have, you seen Craig? Where's Craig? And I'm like, man, I'm not his keeper. Not to mention if he was at this event, it would not be close to me. Well, listen, if 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 it's gonna be if it's gonna be the spitz roast, we should have an audience. <laughs> we should we should allow them to come in and witness it. So you want to do an event that I plan that people make fun of me. Yeah, it's like the Dean Martin roast. Remember those? I do remember those. Yeah, absolutely. Well done, Craig. Yeah, I do remember those. Absolutely. Foster Brooks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know those are great. Those are great. You'd be Tim Conway and I'd be Foster Brooks. <laughs> hey, Tim Conway's a genius. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm a regular dwarf on golf, my friend. Dwarf on golf. That <laughs> reminds me every time I see it, I think of you. <laughs> I know you don't. There's no way. 
Yeah, I'm like, there's that little Spitz guy right there. Oh, there's man. Oh. All right. See, that's much funnier than the audio I played. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for listening. Go Stars. Big games this weekend. For Craig Ludwig, I'm Gavin Spittle. Have a great day, everyone.